Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. On today's episode, we're putting our party hats on and we're getting a little bit silly. We're speaking with sisters and authors of the book Sophistication is Overrated, Susan Palma and Babs Horner. One's a caterer, one's an interior designer and both love laughing, entertaining, and finding any reason to include a rubber chicken and a good costume in their parties. We'll talk to them about how their parents raise them to laugh at life and how they raise their children to live by the same motto. All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Hello, Graham. Hey. Kirsten, it's so exciting. I cannot wait. Today's episode, we have the Slaygitter sisters, the authors of Sophistication is Overrated. And I have to say, I think you and I kind of both look up to them. They've been entertaining and throwing parties for years and years. Their book is not only gorgeous, but it just has the happiest motto ever. They're basically going to tell us and share with us their tips for just kicking your head back, throwing off your shoes, and creating a party out of anything and nothing and everything. And I can't wait to hear from them. But I just wanted to ask you a quick question because I've had an awkward experience and it involved my parents. And I thought maybe you could um, give me some advice on it. I would so love to. And I just have a question. Your parents don't actually listen to this show, do they? No, my parents have no idea how to operate a <laughs> podcast. They barely know how to work their iPhones. In fact, um, to be perfectly honest, my father's never minced words in his life. And one time I played a tiny bit of our podcast and he goes, oh, it sounds like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> so, okay. In that case, I just wanted to double check that I could be brutally honest because your parents are not listening. And by the way, totally same situation over here. So we are allowed to say anything we want about our parents who do not listen to our show. Who do not listen to our show. So it's actually a very cathartic experience. We can just get a lot off our chests um, because we have some we have some wacky parents um, who apparently have not entered the 21st century. I always I You know that my dad doesn't have email. He thinks it's a fad. But you know what here's the bummer is he might be right. Like Slack, you know, Voxer. I mean, maybe he's right. It just took, you know, well, 20 years for us to catch up to him. I mean, well, or do you think they're just laughing at us? Because technically Voxer, the, you know, the new app where you can talk instead of texting is just like a walkie talkie. And Uber <laughs> is technically just a taxi cab. And uh, actually, I believe it's technically hitchhiking. Like you're. And- if we're really going to out ourselves and destroy the whole concept of podcasting, it's just a radio show. <laughs> so anyway, but we digress. So basically, we've really gone back into the 1950s, but just with a little more technology. So maybe that's why this is the home at class you never had. But I want to ask you, and this is a serious question. So my parents were here. They came down from New York. They stayed at the house for eight days. And I don't know if you have this experience, but my parents, you know, they my dad's a larger gentleman, and so he doesn't really like... Once again, she can say that because he's not listening. <laughs> but we can say it to his face. His nickname is Big Dave. Big Dave. But um, Big Dave and Grandma Anne do not like to sleep in a queen-size bed because it just doesn't provide enough room. So my mom sleeps on a tiny blow-up mattress in a very small closet that we have. Um, it's actually like a dark little Harry Potter cave. Um, but she's happy there, and it's nice. And my dad kind of gets the, the bed in the guest room. But my question for you is sheets. 
and visiting because my mother obviously and I are close so we can chat about anything but I have always suffered when I go and visit someone with what to do with the beds when I leave and she you know obviously it's my mom so we were fine with it but it just made me want to ask you what you do or what you typically do when you stay at someone's house like do you always strip the bed do you make up the bed I mean do you leave it unmade I mean what do you do well, first of all, I just love that someone hosting a podcast on Gracious Living makes their mom sleep on a blow-up mattress in a closet. <laughs> I put the children's noisemaker in there, and I actually think it's oh. a pleasant room. They're you nice know what? Room. I've slept in that closet on that blow-up mattress with your pathetic little sound machine, and it's not enjoyable. So <laughs> you were wildly incorrect. And then, you're, and, then, and then the highlight is when the cats come and jump on your face, because that's their favorite room. It's all these things that she's saying are true. I have to say, maybe, you know, we'll put a picture up of my sad little makeshift uh, <laughs> guest guest closet <laughs> where I make people sleep. And the worst part is, is I don't even take the hangers off the rack. I when, know. Um, yeah, you have to sleep under the clothes. But no, seriously, what do you do about the bed? You know what I do? That's actually a good question. I always ask. I always say, would you prefer me to make the bed um, or would you like me to strip the sheets? I ask because that way I'm, you know, because sometimes like you've got so much going on. do you think on. a hostess will ever say, yes, please strip the sheets? Yeah, all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'll strip it. That's great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Got it. I think that's I think that's very helpful. That's typically what I do. But I just always um, like to get other opinions on that. And I think that I think anything goes, of course. But I think it is always nice to check in with the host hostess and say, you know, what should we do? Well, it's a little bit like um, if you say make the bed, there's always that little bit of that person that's wondering, like, did you tell the last guest to make the bed? And like, <laughs> I mean, I assume they don't think that when they're sleeping on a blow mattress in a closet, then they know it's first class. Oh, I love but, it. Um, I have yeah. to say, sorry, I think I've told you that we stay in a lot of VRBOs. Definitely the last VRBO that we stayed in. Um, this is going to gross you out. I'm so sorry. There was definitely a pair of underwear rolled Stop up it. at the very, very bottom of the bed. Oh my gosh. And you asked but, me why I didn't stay in VRBOs because I'm I love, No, free. I love VRBOs, but hey, we got $50 off our rental. So. Uh, well, yeah, okay. I said, you know. All right, we digress, but I'm glad we've cleared up those weighty issues. On to our interview with Sophistication is Overrated authors Susan Palma and Babs Horner. And we're welcoming today Baz and Susu, and we're going to go back to their maiden name, the, I just said it right once, so Slagater, <laughs> with a question mark again. You did it. Ding, 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 ding. Baz and Susu, we're so happy you. to have you. It's Graham. We are so oh, excited good. to be here, girls. We love your show. Let me say (laughs) you two get the A plus for tech savviness because we have dealt with a number of interviews right now and you are the quickest and easiest and sound the best. And so we're really thrilled. Let's hope it continues. Can we record that for our children? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you were were recording. Play this for your children. They need to know that we're tech savvy. Super tech savvy. I'm so impressed. Um, Thank you. Now, one of you, now we want to, you're on the show mostly because we found you through the book you wrote, which is Sophistication is Overrated, um, but one of you is a designer or one of you is a caterer, so we've got the, the cooking, the, the making space is beautiful. I mean, this is all so home hour, so it's perfect. And Thank I you. Remember when so she called me. She told me she called me from her vacation where she had come across this book, and she goes, "The cover is just so beautiful." Aww. And then I opened it, 
opened it up and I just want to hang out with these two women. And I said, okay, I'm on it, Kirsten. I will make it happen. I'm going to send them an email. And so luckily for us, we have a podcast, so we get to do that kind of stuff. So so exciting. We we were so so excited to hear from you. And we had the best time in Palm Beach. Oh my gosh. Wow. We got a police escort out of there, but we've had a good time. <laughs> as, as my mother will say, I've been kicked out of much finer places than this. <laughs> so, well, tell us a little bit about the book and let us know um, how you wrote it, how you came together, what um, kind of what the, the main well, gist first of, of the all, book is. Yeah, we're, we're sisters from the Midwest. We grew up in Cincinnati. And um, we have been, we, basically, we realized that there were all these memoirs there out there and we, which we love but they're so sad and and they've just got you know such a i mean all these childhoods that were just so deprived and um we decided we wanted to tell our happy story because our parents were so amazing about you know giving us the happiest childhood and we know we're so lucky but we just and they did it very simply and they taught us gratitude, and they taught us how to be simply, um, just, just, you know, just be aware of really good things around us. Exactly, and, and, and inclusive. Always have people in the house. We always have people around. It was so much fun. You just, so you know, just make it life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I was so attracted to your book and thought you all would be such fun guests is because your homes are beautiful. Your tablescapes are beautiful. I want to eat everything. I've seen pictures on the show. I've played all your flower arrangements. But it does seem like every picture, you've got all these random people over. Everybody's laughing. Um, And I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what hospitality is about. Like, that's why we do it. It's not because, like, I just love to take out the trash and, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and that, that that trash can get really hefty too <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> but, so okay funny. so in your this is sort of your book is sort of a cookbook sort of a how to throw a party different party ideas books but would you explain a little bit about the the well, interesting format of the book well the format is 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 great we we decided um we wanted to really have a um a chic party and then take that chic party and turn it into make it just make it funny. So add some things um, just to, on the on the second part of the party to to, to kind of lighten it up. So you can have the beautiful party and just do it that way. If that's, if that's we always say if if you don't if you don't think a um, a, a blow up doll dressed as your best friend is funny, then don't do that party. <laughs> do the one that is very very formal and and you can do it that way, but. Like we love the one with the uh, the thirtieth wedding anniversary wedding bliss, and then mm-hmm. we change it to the first anniversary with the trophy wife. So we have the chic way would be the chic the chic way would be best friends luncheon. The slugger way would be best friends luncheon post plastic surgery. So <laughs> it goes like that. The whole book has eleven parties, and they're always with a, 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 a chic theme. way, and then a. Um, a um, slugger way. And okay, we I have to ask that about that because have you have you no I know no I know the answer to this. I mean, well maybe <laughs> maybe the post plastic surgery party because that's how favoring us. But, oh my gosh! No, with, you know what? Oh, that's a true party, actually, because I live in Dallas. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's probably true. a common a common theme. I love that. It's, yeah, it is. I, real I mean, trust me, I, I get it. Like, there, it's there's so funny. Nothing real. <laughs> No, it's, it's definitely very common. <laughs> and if you're, yeah, if you're in New Canaan and you're walking down the street with lipstick and a nice pair of shoes, everybody thinks they missed a birthday lunch. <laughs> That's how different things are. That's how different. I go to Dallas, it's like, oh, blood. <laughs> you, you, well, so you to tell everyone, so... 
We have, um, so Babs, you're in, Babs, you're in Dallas or you're in Connecticut? I'm in New Canaan. You're in New Canaan. Um, okay. And Susie's yep, in Dallas. Susie's so, down in Dallas. Exactly. Sisters across the country, but traveling around right now, promoting this book. Um, I kind of just want to chat about, you dedicated the book to your parents and you said that they gave you an example of how to laugh and just how to have daily gratitude. You touched upon that a little bit earlier. But we have a lot of our listeners who are in their 30s and 40s and have young children. And can you just kind of give us your advice or tips on kind of creating that open, gracious feeling in your homes? I mean, you've obviously seen it. You entertain tirelessly. What can we do? Well, as we said earlier, our, first of all, our parents died. They were 62 and 69 when they passed away. So this is really, we really wanted to write this book to really show people really how they did it. And they did it very simply. They just, you know, like we said, they were very inclusive. And, and they always included us at an early age. Mm-hmm. We were we were walking always. around, you know, with drinks on trays for people or serving orders and at parties or um you know, we, we were always included in the, they had family, lots of family gatherings. We had breakfast, outdoors, cookouts. We yeah, had, real. you know, we had parties in our backyard with my mother would take, um, we were big into tanning back in the day. They'd take all these baby poles and they'd line them lined, lined up with the torches and all that good stuff. You know, just a funny thing. We'd line the pool with uh, tin foil. <laughs> so you get tan faster. <laughs> but everybody but they, had their own baby pools. But she, there they'd like have all, ten of them. They'd get the grill started. They'd have everybody over. My mother would make it beautiful with paper lanterns and the lights all through the trees. So it was, it was we learned early that, you know, it, it was, was always running pretty around. mixed with it beautiful mixed with honey and even when my dad was really sick um early on he was a um kidney transplant he got scarlet fever as a child anyway and it developed into nephritis and so he was one of the first when he wrote to every hospital in the country and got this um archaic kidney machine machine. back in the day they didn't even have him at the hospitals yet but anyway so we had this big wash tub in our um, basement actually and we had a hotel i mean a hospital room set up in that um and so in the middle we were in cincinnati ohio and it would snow and the power would go out so at like two o'clock in the morning, we were calling my, you know, my mother and my sister and I were calling the friends to come over because we had to hand crank, hand crank the blood in the tooth. He had to go back into his body and he had to be hand cranked hand crank them. So we were kind of frantic about it. But what they would do is at two o'clock in the morning, the friends would show up in nurses' outfits or nurses' hats. The men, the men, coming <laughs> over in costumes, and we're like crying, you know, di- dying. No, we have pictures we of like, all this. Yeah, it, was it was awesome. so funny because we saw that. We saw as children that. Oh my gosh, things can be really bleak, but you've just got to laugh. Can I interrupt? Because I actually, this was so beautifully written. I would just like to read this. It was so lovely. Oh. We, we learned early in our lives that faith, a sense of humor, family and friends pull you through the unexplainable. During many of our teenage years, Artsy, your father, was on dialysis and he was later recipient of an early kidney transplant. Even those trying times, the parties did not stop. There was the send off to the Boston oh. Hospital Party, the welcome to the Slagater Hospital Party Ward, <laughs> not to mention the following. Theme. Let's all dress up as nurses, candy stripers, nuns, all men, and clowns. <laughs> Growing up this way, we learned that life may be bleak and that gatherings were not always jubilant, but that you can persevere through almost anything if you have humor and friendship. Um, I just, that is just so sweet. I mean, I love oh, that. That is the that summation of our book, actually. That, that is really exactly what it's about. Exactly what it's, it's about. about. It's exactly what it's about. Good job, we, Kirsten. We, we nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that concludes we get today's to the heart interview. Of the 
<laughs> but I love, I love that because like it's like you know it's like every challenge in life you have two I mean you have two ways to look at it you can say like oh this really stinks and throw a pity party or you could throw like a pity party <laughs> pity party let's bring on the pity oh my that actually sounds like a great theme for a new party yes okay and I, one of the other funny things I liked about your book and your whole motto was this idea of like, of course, birthday parties, anniversary parties, but there seemed to be a lot of sort of parties for no reason, or like you're really reaching for a party reason. <laughs> and I just we're all wait a minute. Like, yeah, look, here's a piece of scotch tape. Let's have a let's let's have a laminating party. A laminating, you know, <laughs> third Sunday in July. Like you know what that means. But I, just, I love that. So, what are some of your favorite um, themes for a party besides the old, you know? Birthday. Let's go back to our parents. My parents when would have a snow day, you know, uh, forecasted on the news, and um, they, my mother would make these ice cream balls out of Grater's ice cream, which was a Cincinnati ice cream that had, it was just so fabulous, and then she'd roll it in coconut, and then we'd have candles in the thing. We'd ask the neighbors over because nobody was going anywhere. Yes, since we were all snowed in, the neighbors and were we'd all say, over. Happy snow day to you. Happy snow day to you. Happy snow. <laughs> have hope for no school tomorrow. Happy snow day to you. <laughs> So you didn't know we could sing. Did you? I mean, no. better look out. Jack of all trades. I love it. But, but the thing is, you know, it was just simple, easy, no brainer. But as children, we remembered that. We re- we remember that, you know, and did it for our own children. I mean, it was just they were happy to have us around. It wasn't like oh, on a snow day. Even if they might have been thinking that, which lots of times I did myself. Right. Um, I think it was it was it was so um, nurturing to know that they wanted us around and it was just happy and, and, and fun. They made everything fun. Yeah, and today we just carry it on. We, we had an Italian party because we have an Aunt Florence who <laughs> loved, loved to bring out her beautiful tablecloth, but she didn't want anybody to spill like the uh, pasta on there. So she would line it. She put <laughs> laminated. No, she had plastic over it. A plastic, a plastic cover over this thing. Not to mention the plastic seats. So we all, so we reenacted that and made this huge the whole living statue of covers. David with totally all fake flowers. It was awesome. That sounds wonderful. So, and then the other party we just had was um, we had you know Palm Sunday, and so my last name is Palma. We had a Palma Sunday, and we had on in Dallas, and we had um, I just got party hats and put a palm tree on the very top of it, so everybody had to wear a a Palma hat. (laughs) And we had we got one of those blow up palm tree like it's like a baby pool really, but it's got a palm tree coming out of the front of it at the party store. (laughs) So we love a theme. Is what we're getting to is you know it's all about the theme. It is all okay, and all about themes. So just pick it and go with it, and just and the details. We, it. It's really just bring on the details. The littlest detail possible is 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 paramount for us. <laughs> you know, it's really funny too because those little details like that, like my husband's family, every party there's a kazoo. Like no matter oh, what, I love that. And they're like personalized now for each party. Like you're getting married. Stop you're it. A special kazoo, and it's really fun because these things now are like, like my. It's now like my kids. Um, are like, are we going to have kazoos for this party? Like, this is the third generation of kazoo-loving people. So oh, you might even it's... accidentally turn you know, <laughs> a family tradition. So I got to look into the kazoo family, but it is it is so yeah. fun. You know, well, it's funny that in all those, 
We, yeah, I love that. And I love that. That's it's, so it's fun. To do it, and that'll be carried on forever. Mm-hmm. And I noticed in your book, you're also doing a lot of personalization. Like, is there are there any kind of tips or tricks you have? I see personalized napkins, personalized cups. Um, really, just kind of making. Uh, the guests feel like they're really like you're well, then you feel like a guest. and we also do like we were talking about like um, how to make the party wonderful when you walk in and um, we were thinking uh, the other thing we like to do is personalized drinks you know like a um, you know just all kinds of like personalized drinks like a uh, you know uh, they have zucchini you know or something just call it something so yeah, that um, you know person's so name person's name at the end mm-hmm. and just make it make it really fun just add it to your name and you're good a gram oh, yes. I've, got, I've gotten burned by that so many times like nobody will drink my punches anymore because I basically <laughs> just dumping stuff in they're like I'm, not the name again I'm like an 18 year old frat boy as a bartender so. <laughs> how about a Clooney double right, exactly. nobody wants you one feel answer. personally rejected when people don't drink like the gram special punch thing <laughs> too I take a little personally, it's true. People say They're like, oh, she's made another punch. Oh, no, another drink. Oh, another Graham drink. Trust me, because so I drank funny. at some of Graham's special punches. It's not the name that's the problem. They're even better. Maybe it's the Hawaiian track. punch you use. Yeah, Graham. that's a good idea. Um, I kind of wanted to chat about also milestone birthday parties. I think we have a lot of listeners who are kind of trying to do. I know my parents have a 70th birthday coming up. Um, do you have any? kind of tips or advice for that? Well, our dad and in our book, um, we talk about um, that he had a, a club and it was so awesome. It was called the Swinging Half Century Club. And we describe in our book how to do that because we thought that was just so magnificent because, we, well, obviously it was only men. The women would not 50. admit when you turn 50. Half century half century. Club. Okay, got it. Yeah, the, the women would not be any part of that because they wouldn't give up their age. But the men celebrated it. And it was so much fun because they um, went to great. They did like Knights of the Round Table. So we reenacted their party that they did because um, it was just like this big event. And anytime anybody turned 50, they they had this big event with a throne that they made. And it was a, so cute. Just, it was so darling. And they made like even night hats out of poster board. Well, theirs weren't even poster board. Theirs were real night hats, but with plumes coming out. So we reenacted it and made it with poster board and plumes and put, we have, a you know, a, a formal chandelier, but we put, we put plastic, you know, from the party store, plastic knives and swords and all kinds of things in there to re- and put lanterns on the table to make it look like a medieval, you know, dinner. And so just to make it fun and light like that. To yeah, make, and then for know, her 70th birthday, for lady, do queen for a day. That'd be so cute. Just to honor her and, you know, make her feel really special. I love that. So brass and, uh, tacks, do we, you have some sort of closet you're keeping all these things in or after the party? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I, I can just no, envision you, this like yeah. really big warehouse storage space where all your parties are boxed up. Okay, don't you guys have a pot even. in your backyard that you're gonna, you're, This sparkles? is the funniest thing. Okay, now that you mentioned this, okay, my husband, <laughs> I always said, everybody, if anything happens to me, we have this closet in the back, and I said, if anything ever happens to me, it's jammed with the best stuff you've ever best, seen. I mean, it, the costumes are crazy. I, I, you know, I love a costume, love um, any kind of all the fiber optics, all the everything's all in, there. in there. Fiber and optics. And I always say to me, and my my <laughs> husband, love fiber optics. We love everything fiber optics. We will like I said. To, I said to people, I really do. I go, okay, just just know if something happens, get up there right now. <laughs> and get it. Get it. He'll get that dumpster. Like I. 
So if there's a, if later, there's a fire, the that's the first room you're going to. That, oh, that's the first room I'm going to, actually. It really it is. is. It's so Save good. the rubber chickens! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so well, true. But that kind of brings us to our next question is, one's in Dallas, one's in Connecticut, and you're obviously hosting parties all the time. How is it going? Like, what? How are you dividing responsibilities? Are you still getting to party as much as you'd like, or are you working these days more than you'd like? Well, we are doing a lot yeah, of traveling around, so we, you know, so, we been, so we're talking about it more than we're doing it actually right now. But we have, you know. But if we divide stuff, if we're having a party together, it's just obvious. I do the food, and she does the decorating, and and I we always think to find a friend that you you know love and and different strengths, and then do it with a friend, so it makes it easier. You know, it's not so. It, um, you know, it just doesn't seem such a big deal then to do it all yourself. Because if you don't, if somebody's good at flowers, they do the flowers. Exactly. You know, we, I think that that really works well. That's like whenever I entertain with Kirsten, I don't even have to chat with her about it. I, I'll find her in like the dining room. I put the tablecloth down and she's taking books from my shelves and making I love levels. That. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm leveling the tables for you. She I love loves food at different heights, like made by oh, books yes, stacked that. together. Oh, that's so cute. I See, love that's that. the thing. Even when we do, when we do that, I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm so detailed about even the name tags, you know, just having you know, certain name tags for people. Like, um, you know, so I, I'll be, that's all about what I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about making, like getting trophies for people, using your kids' old trophies and putting, like, the person at each place put, like, best laugh or most likely to leave at 1 a.m. or on the trophy. So that instead of yeah, place cards with so names, cute. we put those. So I'm worried about that. I'm, I have no idea what the food's going to be. Oh, Susie doesn't even food. There's no food. Yes. That's, <laughs> I love, love like, creating more parties with award ceremonies. That's a great idea. Cute. I know. Isn't that great? And, yeah. Because the people, then they can find, they don't know who, they go around the table and they're looking at these trophies and they're marked like that and they don't know who's, and they, everybody else can tell who's going to be the one at one, 1 a.m. The person really will leave at 1 a.m. probably doesn't think that's them, but everybody else knows it's them. <laughs> so they say, no, John, you sit over there. I love oh, it. people pick their own trophy based on, like, it's a group decision? It's, well, no, it's it's, it's obvious which one is which is what that's yeah. about. But you always make them kind. You know, they're always going to be nice. Yeah, they're always a nice thing. Yeah, they're not going to, you know. You know what's funny? When you brought up the place cards, this is, I mean, our kids are, your kids are older than our kids, obviously. Our kids are uh, still in elementary school and preschool. And a lot, a lot of our listeners are like that as well. And, you know, when you say place cards, that's the kind of stuff that just gets like, if it's not a necessity, like I don't have time mm-hmm. for it. But I love mm-hmm. it when you're saying, no, 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 no. It's not <laughs> a place card because like I went to the cute paper store and I did this or I downloaded this cute thing from Etsy and printed it or whatever. It's like, no, this is an opportunity to be funny. Like this uh-huh. is an opportunity to make people laugh. Right. Like wouldn't and, it be fun if every, if you didn't put anyone's real name, but you had to put like maybe what you thought of them or what you right like instead, yes. of, instead of their place card, you thought who would be the most likely to be sleeping at one. O'clock. That's exactly exactly. That's what that's what and it's all about to make so it cute. just make it really you know cute. And then you have so used for all those trophies that you've got sitting in the closet for you know the you know third well, grade. See, that's what makes whatever. me think of a slight difference right now in that if I ever touched one of my son's trophies, he would know it. I think I think there's little alarm sensors he's put under. <laughs> I was thinking, oh my, how do they get away with that's that? That's true. Well, you can always get those plastic ones from the. You can always get store. it, or you can go to that trophy store where the schools get them to pay us. <laughs> Seriously. Well, since we've so had funny. this conversation, I am going to not do my plan, which was to throw away all the trophies and pretend they got lost while my kids were at summer camp. 
<laughs> now they're like, Mom. <laughs> but we we moved from our house, and my husband was like saving all the trophies for the yeah for the two girls that you know were so bad at sports. I said, "What are you saving those for?" I said, "Neither of them went on a scholarship anywhere. <laughs> they went right in the dumpster." I was like, "Really?" I love that. Oh. Well, before we kind of do our lightning round, which is one of our favorite things to do, I think um, did did you have anything you kind of wanted to touch upon, or any kind of just overall message for our listeners who are really working on entertaining, since you're kind of the goddesses of entertaining? <laughs> you know what? Just don't get uptight about it. If something doesn't turn out, big deal. Yeah. Can I ask about the first the first little bit of a party? Because I feel like no matter how fun you are, it's so awkward. Like, I can be with my best friend, and we can be at, you know, the park, and then 15 minutes later we're at my house for a party, and it's like, hello, nice to meet you, fancy <laughs> friend. Like, why, do we just, why does that happen? Like, Isn't that so funny? I think I you don't know, know. But I think if you make it fun before they get in, like, I think mean, if you're laid back too. Yeah. If we we talk about it though, also too that we have these. Um, you know, it sounds strange, but we have blow up dolls in every story, because we dress them like people. Like we dress them like the guest of honor. We get we go to the girl's closet and get all of her clothes and put it on the porch. We have this one friend that likes only um, you know certain, well certain things and like it has scarves and yeah, Hermes scarves or, or just scarves and things. So we put scarves everywhere and, and right. bracelets all the way up her arm. We borrow them from, from everybody that we've ever met and put them on the porch. And she so she's sitting there and everybody walks up and goes, Ruthie! Everybody knew who it <laughs> so, was. And then we were in Palm Beach and Susan's car got hit got by a hit and run. So we had to call the police. This is a true story. So we called the police and they get there and Susu opens the car to get her her, her license or, you know her step out and the blow up doll falls out and it was the security guard it's dressed like a policeman <laughs> so it just happened to her. so we so, have him as a security guard because so, we need security when we trail yeah so if, you go, so if you want sophistication is overrated on the instagram there's a picture of this police with the police I mean, he went nuts and then we said can we sign a book for you he said, I can't take a gift, but my wife's name is Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> now so he texted us and said, so where now, are you girls now? When are you coming back to Florida? Yes, yeah, so now we're, we keep in contact with the policemen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Your whole fun. family just must be laughing all day long. I love it. Oh, all all like, our, our oh, kids do, too. One of the things really we did do, too, and our parents taught us this, was notice the details. And we, like, other families would sit down at dinner, and they'd talk about world events or whatever. And we'd sit down and talk about the the epic, the epic um, comb over we saw that day <laughs> <laughs> now we tell our kids if you see something snap something so we and get pictures, pictures from all pictures over they had two that's like I have a no. collection I have a collection of man fur pictures like if I ever spot a man in fur I love it <laughs> oh, I love man fur is awesome man fur is I have a um, remind me after this I'll send the crown jewel in my man fur collection do that? it was actually at Obama's we'll send- inauguration and it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen it was seen. where it was at Obama's inauguration um I we Oh, that's hysterical. Well, Graham and I have a game that we play that's kind of similar to that because my dad looks just like what's his name? Ben Bernanke looks just like him. And so, we, and there's a lot of people who surprisingly look like my dad. And so, my, all my college roommates would go around at like airports or restaurants and they'd find people who look like my dad and take pictures of them. It's so, <laughs> see? Like, spotted you know, at a Panera in Columbus, Ohio. Like, Panera. <laughs> That's awesome. I love oh, that. Well, Kirsten, that do you want to lead us in our lightning round? 
That's good as time for light round because we could just keep on going. Okay, so I'm going to ask the question. Graham can answer, and then each one of you ladies can answer, and then I'll answer. Okay. And we're just real quick off the cuff. Okay, you said um, in your book that you like to have wines with funny names at the table when you have parties. What is the best name you ever found for a wine? Well, for me in our book, it's the Velvet Devil. And Susu? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I answer too fast? <laughs> one, Kirsten. I think we're putting everyone on the spot with funny wine names. That's very true. <laughs> I have like a hundred. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we yes. like to make our own. We make our own all the time. Because you can, there's a there's a site you can go online and make your own or just make it yourself on the bottle. And we do like awesome dance moves or truth serum. <laughs> That's a good one, truth serum. <laughs> have you seen those ones that are, I just think would be the cutest teacher gift? I mean, you got to know your, your kid's teacher, but it's a picture of your child and it said, I know the reason you drink. And then it's the ah. <laughs> That is good. That is so funny. <laughs> and then, Graham, remember when you had a baby and I shipped you a, gla- a bottle of Mommy's Time Out wine? Mommy's Time Out. That was wonderful. That's yes, so I do funny. remember that. That's my that's my answer. Thanks, Kirsten. Oh, we yeah. saw another one that said, shut up, liver, you're fine. <laughs> 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 okay, likewise, you said you would like to have napkins with a fun expression, which is so cute. Like another example of just being silly with personalization and little details that sometimes get lost. Um, if you had to pick a word or expression for the last year of your life, what would it be? Yeah, is that me? I would do stop it. It's our favorite saying. We've been saying it for years. Stop it. <laughs> And I say, I would say, keep laughing. That's just that when we sign our books, that's that's what we sign. Keep laughing because that people have to be reminded. <laughs> I love it. It's true. It's true. I, that's been my favorite part of our conversation today. It's just re- a reminder to laugh. It's the best. It is. It's the best. Are you going to print that on a napkin, Graham? <laughs> I might. I mean, remember to laugh. Like, <laughs> I know a whole sentence that I was not life at all. What were, you, what were yours? Let's see. Um, well, I just like silly napkins. I like the, I like the silly cocktail napkins. And I actually have a wonderful friend in town who's a good listener to the podcast. So I feel like giving her a shout out. And she is the queen of party napkins. Whenever there's any kind of event, she's in charge of coming up with the cocktail napkins. And she does a wonderful job with it. Um, so I always enjoy that. Do you have anything here, Stu? You know, it's... Um I don't have a funny napkin going on right now, although I have a cute one that says, what do you expect, linen? And I love that. (laughs) That's um, great. But uh, you know what's really fun is just to have those. And then I have um, a friend who has a collection of them. Like, she just keeps a couple back from every party. So her bar has, like, this mismatch of cocktail napkins. But every time you get one, you're like, oh, like, my son was born um, within a month of my – or two months of my nephew. And we had, like, a welcome Bauer and Hugh party. Um, and it's so cute because now they're nine-year-old boys and we have these napkins and he came to town the other day and I put him out on their breakfast. I'm like, guys, welcome. Oh, that's so cute. So, that's so, so cute. That's adorable. It's just fun to remember that party too from those really napkins. Really fun. kind of become like a sweet, like a photograph. Okay. Hot luck. If you have to bring an appetizer, a side dish or dessert, what do you bring? Is that me? I always bring a dessert. Always. I always have bite-sized cookies and they're all, anyway. And Ooh. so... That's a good you know one. Do you just keep them frozen and just bring them, pop them I out? I do. That's great. Yeah. That's a, that's a good little trick. I like that. Yeah. And, Susan, my, my, 
my potluck is funny cocktail napkins, what we just talked about. <laughs> Remember, no cook. I don't cook so much. So, or, or, use, or sometimes I'm bringing a diet dish, like a like hummus and a vegetable, and then I eat the, but then I don't eat it. <laughs> right, something you don't want to eat. Yeah, I'll do, I'm telling you, I love Noor spinach dip. That stuff never gets old. With the, uh, oh, you know, with like uh, the. Oh, uh, oh, I forgot about that. That's that it's so old funny. school, but I mean, it's people love. Well, actually, I'll tell you this one. To, the key to a man's heart, I've learned, is baked brie. Like I've never. Oh, that's true. I've oh, never brought one where like, people weren't licking the Tupperware. I mean, not Tupperware. I don't bring it in Tupperware. But, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's a. Licking cats out of the bag now. <laughs> Don't be showing up to my party with Tupperware, Graham. Just no, I think that'd be a great party. That would be a great party. A Tupperware party. Like a Tupperware party. Um, yeah, you know what? I I'm I'm kind of on Seuss's wave. Like I say, I'll bring the kids dessert because that means I'm just gonna swing by and get popsicles on the way. Yeah, see, oh, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> okay, an, an unexpected guest has popped in. What is the one thing they know you will always have in your pantry? Well, again, I always have those cookies. <laughs> that's but why I, they come over. You know what? And I, 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 I learned early on to always have enough food just in case. You know, well, that's probably one of the keys, right? Because if you have enough food ready to go, you can throw a party at any time. Exactly. I think that's probably what people stress about the most is like, what am I going to feed everyone? Um, exactly. So just lots and, of stuff in the freezer and yeah. And I have the um, I have the um, favor app on my phone or the takeout number. I want to give a sincere thank you to the Sligator sisters for coming on our show and for talking to us and just sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. We've loved talking with you. Will you come on again, please? Or just oh, hang we out with us? We would love to do that. Too. We would love to. Well, next time we'll talk about all the fun people that come and tell us their family stories on uh, when we're going all around the country on our book tour. People are so darling. And we've met the cute. We've. Um, that sometimes we wear charm bracelets a lot of times because we're trying to bring those back. Everybody wears. Everybody comes wearing their charm bracelets. It, it's, yeah, it's just fun. been so much fun, and we we've, we've met such a gamut of people. So thank you. Oh thank well, you. thanks for being here. So how can our listeners find you? Um, you guys oh, are on oh. Instagram, and we are sophistication is overrated on Instagram, and we have a uh, we have a, actually a new website. Oh yeah, a new website coming out, and it's called um, sophistication is overrated dot squarespace dot com. It's, it. it's not it's half up <laughs> it's getting there but it's, it's, it's but they can see slower. your book and we're also going to post some pictures from your book and kind of post the cover of your book on our show notes so that any of our listeners can see some of the beautiful pictures and kind of some of the silly parties that we've been referencing yeah, so, so wonderful and then we're, we're this week going to new york and taking uh, going to Bergdorf Goodman and Scully and Scully and Neiman Marcus. So we're, we're kind of um, been lucky to be uh, invited to all these fabulous places to be. Yeah, awesome. So well, and and, you're, and great. your book tour is continuing because um, this might be actually airing after that. So do a, go ahead and check their website or follow them on Instagram. And you can find out where they're going to be if you want to meet them in person. Um, and of course, if you have any questions for us, hello at the home hour. You can also follow us on at the home hour. And if you've enjoyed the show, please go ahead and give us a rating in iTunes. Um, that really helps us continue to do this. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you all for being here. Too thank fun. you, Graham and Christian. We had the best time. Thank you. Have a great day. See you all later. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you.